This is the night. Keeping vigil is something innate within the identity of this place. Vigils are woven into the fabric of the chapel of the cross. Whenever there is a chapel funeral, her members keep vigil with the deceased throughout the watches of the night until the funeral the next day. It is one of the many things that makes the chapel the chapel. It is hospitality and it is love. But it is also the theological notion and belief that the deceased is on a passage and that we should keep vigil and celebrate with the deceased as he or she makes that passage from death to life eternal and to the loving arms of our God. This is the night. And so here we are, once again, keeping vigil at the chapel of the cross. Doing again that which this place does so darn well. Doing again what makes the chapel the chapel. The vigil we keep tonight is not at all unlike the vigils we keep for our deceased loved ones. For once again, we are celebrating a passage. We are celebrating our Lord's passage from death to life. Just as we keep vigil with our loved ones here at the chapel who make their passage from death to life, so too do we keep vigil together on this night as Christ makes his passage from death to life. For it is through this passage, it is through his passage from death to life that we all pass from death to life because we all share in his victory over death. This is the night. Since Christ's passage from death to life achieves our salvation, it is only fitting that we tell of the other mighty acts of God in history as well as we keep vigil. So we tell stories in the dark. Christ's victory over death is not the first time our God has acted and acted mightily. We are reminded of this as we claim our Old Testament heritage in the five readings we have just heard one of the stories we hear is of God's primary act of salvation in the Old Testament, Israel's passage through the Red Sea. And we hear that on this night in which we remember God's primary act of salvation in the New Testament, Christ's passage from death to life. This is the night. It seems to be a rite of passage for every child in Sunday school to watch the Ten Commandments. And once again, as we read of Israel's deliverance, and yes, our deliverance, images of Charlton Heston before the Red Sea are conjured up as he holds that oversized staff over the Red Sea with outstretched arms and parts the waters. 
This reading from Exodus further highlights the passage from death to life on this night. Through the Red Sea waters, the Israelites make their passage from death to life. From death at the hands of Pharaoh on one shore, to life at the hands of Yahweh, their God, our God, on the other shore. We recall this mighty act of God not arbitrarily and not because it is a feel-good story and one that we know so well, but because by claiming our Old Testament heritage, we realize that on this night, it is not the first time God has delivered us. It is not the first time God has brought forth life from death. This is the night. As we move chronologically through the Old Testament, we come to Ezekiel, once again telling a story of passage from death to life, once again recalling the mighty acts of God, once again being reminded that there is hope in God, there is protection in God, there is life in God, and there is salvation in God. This story from Ezekiel is seemingly different, however, because of the magnitude of what Ezekiel sees. Ezekiel just, he doesn't just see death in the valley of the dry bones. He sees that all hope is lost. Death and hopelessness pervades that valley. Bones are scattered about everywhere, bones upon bones, so much that it is impossible to tell which bones belong together. But the same God who raised Jesus Christ from the dead, the same God who passes from death to life on this night, gives life and hope even when all is lost. What once was dead is being raised up and given new life on this night. As God breathed life into the house of Israel, God breathes life into us this night. Thus says the Lord God to these bones, I will cause breath to enter you and you shall live. This is the night. So we read from the Old Testament, we remember and celebrate the various ways God has revealed himself in human history. Specifically, the various ways in which he has brought us from death to life on this night in which God and Jesus Christ moves from death to life. Baptism is inextricably linked with this night because baptism is the very action of moving from death to life. For in baptism, we are buried with Christ in his death and we rise to new life again in his resurrection. Just as water was the means through which the Israelites passed from death to life, so in baptism by water is the way in which we move from death to life. Through water, death is achieved. Through water, life is abundantly given. This is the night. And on this night, God has acted. And on this night, God continues to act. God continues to deliver us. 
continues to love us, continues to put up with us. And so we sit. We sit in the darkness and keep vigil once again at the chapel of the cross. We wait together as we make the passage on this night from darkness to light, from oppression to deliverance, from slavery to freedom, from despair to hope, from death to life. We are almost there, only a little while longer. This is the night.